Ah. He was very calm. Yep. And he said, Allie, I think you mistake people for having some common sense. Would you like the big announcer? Oh, sure. Welcome to the Scott and Allie Not For Air podcast. <laughs> it's like SNL. Yeah, right? SNL's coming back in a couple weeks too, right? Actually, yeah. it'll, be, it'll be this week. By the time this, this podcast comes out, it'll be this weekend that it comes out. Didn't you say Butthole Eyes is uh, part of the show this week? He is! Yeah. Pete Davidson! <laughs> Those are his words, by the way. I am not being mean to him. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. said that. He goes, yeah, I have Butthole Eyes. I have been dying to tell... Scott, this story, but you guys too. I had told Scott in advance, this story is one of the best. This is a story that I'm going to tell for years to come. I can't wait. Because you know how you have like a couple stories in your pocket that you always use? Oh, yeah. This is one of them. Now, I just moved out of a house. <laughs> After this year, I'll have some. <laughs> yes. And I just moved out of a house. And the neighborhood that I moved out of, I loved some of the neighbors. Like one of them walked my dog one of them was my porch party partner. Now, R.I.P. Tony. He died a few years ago, but he was my 70-year-old neighbor. He was the rum chata guy. He's the rum chata guy. <laughs> it was Coors Light and rum chata. He was so great. He would wake up at like 3 o'clock in the morning. Before I, I would go to work, I would go run in the neighborhood, and he was like the neighborhood watch. He was wonderful. <laughs> so my my relationship with most of my neighbors is great. You know, it might be just some simple hellos, but sometimes it's a little bit more than that. Like, my neighbors would come and sit on my porch and we would have a good time. Uh, I had these neighbors, Nate and Mal, next to me. And really, this is it's this problem stems from them. Oh. Because they left. They left me, they bought a house, and they left me. I had the best next door neighbors <laughs> who were quiet. You know, Nate would sometimes shovel my sidewalk and I would shovel his or we would blow each other leaves and you know we would just like do neighborly things he would come over and we would have drinks and it was it was wonderful yeah so I blame Nate and Mal for this because after they left all of a sudden this house next to me becomes this rotation of people because it's a rental you know sure and when once they moved out this very quiet guy moved in okay that's actually all right if you're going to lose the people that you really want to have living next to you. At least the next person's quiet. Oh, my God. He was awesome. So he was actually, Nate and Mal lived on the bottom, and this guy lived on top. So quiet guy moved down to Nate and Mal's place, and then I get two new folks. So at first, it started out okay. And by okay, I mean it was my fault. The week they moved Did in. Did we all hear this? I, that is a rare thing to hear from Allie. But it, it, it gets better. Hang on. Okay. So it started out because I was very sick the week they moved in. Like, re- I, I thought I had COVID again. Mm. So I'm super sick. I'm on the phone with our boss while they're moving in. And they're trying to be really chitty chatty with me. And I was kind of dismissive to them. But I wasn't trying to be. <laughs> so... I don't know, a couple days later, I go over to her. Hey, listen, I just want to let you know, I wasn't trying to be dismissive to you. I was very sick. And I'm also on the phone with my boss trying to take care of a work thing. So, I, you know, I, I, I just wanted to apologize. Okay, no problem. No issues at all. Nice. And even the olive branch was extended. I saw that they had a box on the side of their, their house. And I said, I'm going to the transfer station would you like me to take your box and I can recycle that for you? Oh, no, no, no. There's an old TV in there. Okay, no problem. 
So that's, yes, leave it in in the side yard. Yes, um, yeah, that's par for the course. So anyway, we we had an okay neighborly friendship. It wasn't anything great. It was it was just okay. Well, if you've listened to the show, then you know that I Airbnb my house on the weekends. So Monday through Friday, I would be at my house, and then Thursday through Sunday, I would be at Zach's house. And it got to the point where those neighbors started fighting all the time mm. to the point of cops would show up all the time. Oh, wow. Those are good fights. Oh, they were so loud. And then it got even worse because I would have all of my other neighbors that I got along with really well texting me. Hey, I hope that you don't get a bad review on Airbnb because they're fighting again. The cops are here again. It just left a stain on our neighborhood. And believe me, I don't live, live in a very, great neighborhood it was okay it wasn't but it wasn't swanky i mean i just had the meth heads leave the neighborhood oh. a few months prior to so things are looking up for property value there right right so that was where that's that was like my feelings about them now is they are now cutting into my financial gain so i am now eh, i'm i'm just eh with them I, I i might say hi sometimes but at this point i'm like fuck you you know, <laughs> fuck you very much. So then it gets to the point of me moving out. And, uh, oh, oh, right before I tell you that part. So quiet guy. I see he's moving out around the same time I am. And I said, oh, my gosh, you are a great neighbor. Where are you going? He says where he's going. And I'm, I thought, well, that's weird because that's not a neighborhood that you would jump to from here. And he goes, I, I can't take the neighbors. They oh. fight every morning at 5 a.m. And I said, I know. I leave what for work. What a weird time. to. I mean, you just roll out of bed and start going at it? I guess so. So 5 a.m., I was going to work, and I would hear them fight. And he's like, I don't have to be at work till I think like 8 or something like that. So he's like, I'm so sick of my day starting that way. I'm out of here. <laughs> okay. So new neighbors come in, and I know the new neighbor. And I said, oh, I love this neighborhood. It's great. I've known this girl for years. It's great. And a couple days after that, how's it going? And she said, it's going okay. The new neighbors are always fighting. Mm. And we'll get back to her in a second. Now we're going to pick up with my story. Okay. So here I am. I'm getting like the last of my haul out of my old house. And the way it is, is me and these neighbors share like this little side yard. It's very thin. And the side yard leads to the back of my house. And I have a door back there where I can bring up a chest freezer and trunk and all of the really heavy stuff. So I am to the point where I pull up in front of my house and I have a truck and she pulls up her car right behind the truck. And I said to her, excuse me, can you move your car a couple inches back? And she was like, why? I said, well, you know, we're about to move some really heavy things. And if I could just have a couple more inches, that would be great. Well, I'm not going to be here all day long. I'm like, and she's like, what do you want me to do about it? I'm like, I just <laughs> back want, it up three inches. Yeah, I just want you to move your car a couple inches. And she's like, eh. and I said, I have some really heavy stuff. I can bring it from the back of my house right through this this walkway here. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, okay, fine, blah blah. blah. And then I, it's because she was giving me attitude. Now I'm starting to burble up, right? Right, right. So I said, listen, I'm just trying to help you because. These things are so heavy. I don't want to us accidentally slip. And if we drop something because it's heavy 
Anything happen to your car? Yeah, because then we're going to have a real problem on our hands. Well, me, blah. Not if you back it up three inches. Exactly. So what I didn't tell you was the landlord of this place was right there. But he was talking to my boyfriend because they know each other. They, they played hockey together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I turned to the landlord right as, as soon as she was like, you know, yeah, and then we're going to have a bigger problem on our hands. Blah, blah, blah. I turned to the landlord and I go, is she always a big bitch like this? Right in front of her? Right in front of her. Oh, that's great. And uh-huh. he was very calm. Yep. And he said, Allie, I think you mistake people for having some common sense. And, wow. I, yeah, and I, was, I was like, oh, my gosh. So not then, only calm, but a great put down. So then <laughs> I, I, I grabbed Zach. I said, let's go. We're moving. Let's let's finish this. And, and he's like, OK. He's like, bye, Dan. Sorry. Blah, blah, blah. So the landlord also had a stepson there. The stepson was watching the whole thing. See, because Zach and the landlord were talking. So they weren't really like part of this thing. Yeah. So stepson comes over and he goes, I watched the whole thing. He said, Allie was just trying to be kind and like hey listen here's a heads up and the woman took the path of most resistance Mm, yeah i said that's exactly right so now let me go back to another story okay so the new girl the brand brand new girl who moved in downstairs that replaced the quiet guy Mm -hmm. recently she said uh the neighbors uh and she goes, they fight every morning at 5 a.m. Oh, my God. Yeah. Again, the 5 a.m. But here's where it gets worse. So one day it was, everybody parks parallel parking on my street. I'm the only one with a carport. And she said that she saw the guy, because the, there's a couple, obviously. So she saw the guy, and he was getting a little close to her car. So she ran out there and she said, hey, did you want me to move my car a little bit? I can move it a couple inches. And all of a sudden, the wife just flies down. Don't you dare talk to my husband. If you need something, you need. You talk to me. You don't talk to him. I'm like, oh, my God. You are that controlling that she can't even say, do you want me to move my car? Yeah, there's that's what's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing is wrong with it. Oh, my God. This story still has me so hot. Oh, and the landlord, he goes, Allie, I bet you can't wait to move out of this neighborhood. And I said, you know what? I always loved this neighborhood. I yeah. have great friends. Even the other day, I was texting with my my dog's dog, my old dog walker. And she was like, oh, we miss you so much. And like got me all verklempt. And it's like, no, I don't want to live next to this bitch anymore. Like, I is so, I, I just can't believe me trying to do something so simple as saying, hey, you know, just I'm just trying to watch out, move your car turns into that it yeah. just pisses me off the problem the problem that happens is it's nothing the landlord can take control of and and change that's difficult you know you can't throw somebody out because i mean you could for noise if it was right. repeated complaints um but you know it, it, in the case of just being a bitch you, you really can't like this person just runs hot all the time well I mean, it makes me wonder about a, a, a few things. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna get really into this for a second. So, you were talking about your other friend that had made the offer to the guy about backing the car up, and here comes the girlfriend flying out. Yeah. Well, that makes me wonder: is she controlling, or did this guy do something that made her suspect every other woman? I mean, was there some kind of a hey? I looked at your phone and I saw you were talking to somebody you shouldn't. I mean, we're we're never gonna know. I'm speculating. I don't know, but it's like. You know, both of us have car moving situations. Like 
that is nothing to be super jealous about. He's no. definitely the quiet one. I know. Ugh. I've I've heard maybe say <laughs> around well, her. I mean, you gotta be. Yeah. Well, I should say this. I I wouldn't say that he's the quiet one. He's the quiet one outside. Yeah. Inside, everyone in the freaking neighborhood can hear them. So they're both going at it. Man, I'll tell you, I, I mean, she needs, I, I, it's not my place to say somebody needs therapy because anytime somebody tells you you need something, you're not going to do it until you realize you need to do it. That's just right. simply the way that it is. Oh, and, and there's a million reasons why. Maybe you are realizing, oh man, I have some anger issues. Or you're going, you know what? I want to prove to myself I'm not what this other person says. You know, I mean, if you're in a situation where somebody constantly goes, you know, you need therapy, you need help, you are this, you are that, Mm -hmm. you are this. Sometimes you just go to say, okay, I want to either find out if there's any truth to that or I want to prove to myself, no, that's not really me. You you know what I'm saying? Like there's there's variations on why you decide, hey, I'm going to do something to just find out. Well, and I think that <clears throat> the world would be a better place if everyone went to therapy, honestly. And Oh, I fought it for years, and now I'm like, this is the best thing that I've ever seen and experienced. Oh, absolutely. Even there's times that you talk about your therapist, I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like I should go to Scott's therapist. Yeah. Although I think that would be a conflict of interest, to be honest with you, because if I talk about work, and then what if she like like secretly alludes to something like, Scott, maybe you should or shouldn't do this. Mm. Then she's going to know that I said something. Yeah, I don't think that, uh, uh, well, she's a good therapist. Mine is. And I don't, I, I'm 100% in belief she They're would not do therapist. that. Very. I would, <laughs> hey, yes, has done miracles in, in uh, uh, record time. No, I mean, I didn't want to say if it was a he or she. Oh, they, they, they're good. They're therapy. good. Ther- yes, yeah. you're right. Yes, they're a good therapist. You're right. I don't know if it's a man or a woman. Right. Um, but, uh, uh, I fought it myself. I fought it for years. The problem is you can't force someone to change. That's the that's the big the big thing. Somebody has to like I said, there's a billion reasons why someone's going to go. There's, you know, uh, they realize something in their life is falling apart. They realize they've been told something. They either think, well, maybe I should get, you know, looked just to see if it's there. There, there, there's you a, reach a breaking re- point. You reach I a breaking that's point. A, that's a huge one. Yeah. I think also when, so I know someone who found something out about their childhood way later. Ooh. And once they found that out about their childhood, then that was when they're like, oh my God, now I need therapy. You just need somebody to talk to that's on a different plane. Because, mm-hmm. you know, here's the other thing too. Your friends, and it's not that your friends always will tell you what you want to hear. Depending on, on on your friends, some will tell you things that will get you riled up and fired up and yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you got the other friends that are, they're going to tell you a little bit more how it is. There's something about it where it's a plane that it stops and makes you think. Now, I'm going to come back to this for a second. It makes me wonder a couple things. Mm. All right, let's say this couple does not have a situation where there was anything inappropriate. This is just who she is. Like this girl, this she's just in this zone. Makes you wonder what happened earlier in either past relationships, uh, childhood, uh, family life. They're, they're, again, I, not knowing her or any of the story, it makes you wonder what puts her in the place where she reacts that way. Um, I mean, look, some people are just toxic. Wired that way? Well, some people are just toxic when it comes to uh, any kind of confrontation in a relationship. That's just, th- that can happen. Some people argue bad. Some people argue unfair. Oh, I remember I had an ex. He said it was harder 
for him to be nice and to think positively than it was negatively. I said, so you always think of the negative thing first. He said, always. Well, then that's something. Okay. That's something I would say. You just have figured you've, you've got part of it beat. You know, the way you think, go find out why you think that way. That's great for a therapist. Here's what I think in that particular case, I think because he didn't grow up with his dad, like, uh, I don't remember exactly everything. That's really sad because I was with him for a very long time. But um, I think that it was a, it was the, the loss of parents. Number one, not having his dad in his life at mm. a very young age. I think his dad left when he was really young or something. And then his mom died when oh. he was really young, like Jeez. 21, 22. So that loss of of even some guidance, I think. And also just being angry, I think being angry because of the loss of two of these very important people. But you see, that's something a good therapist can work through with someone. And I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a therapist, but they might say something like, look, this was the hand that was dealt to you, but this is not your fault. I know you have to, you have to live with mm-hmm. what has happened here, but you don't have to carry the burden of it. And they can help you in a case like that. They can help you work through why you're reacting the way you are and the way you're reacting, uh, you know, meaning him mm-hmm. most definitely probably had something to do with feeling like, well, why was I abandoned? Why right. was, you know, why did this happen? And then they go to a negative place. So, oh my are- gosh, this makes so much sense in his life. I, I, I can't even, I can't expound on this anymore, but think about Scott, you know, the person, think about the person. Yeah. Think about everything you just said. If it's the person I'm thinking of, where it they is absolutely the person you're thinking of. It, they were they were pretty wild, hilarious. No, 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 no wrong oh, person. Okay, the other person. Okay, I, I know who you're talking. Anyway, about. so so yeah, yes, I, I totally see it now. Yeah, and wow. and right. Wow. Right. Yeah. It's so, almost sad. Now I feel a, a little different than I did from the stories that I heard. Well, obviously from you. Right. Uh, but now knowing that, because I never knew that. See, it, you can't feel sad though because. It's not it's not fair. And I don't want to keep any secrets from listeners, but I will say this. It's not fair to treat me a certain way. No, it's not. You're right. It's not. But what I'm getting at with that is, is there would have been a great point. I'm not saying you guys were going to have the happily ever after relationship. However, if there was somebody that that individual was working with mm-hmm. and was, you know, was getting through that trauma. Cause it, it, that's all trauma right oh, there. That's huge. That, yeah. That, you know, you would have been treated probably very differently and they would have been treating themselves differently. And that's huge. Right. And other people differently. It, very much. And other very much. people differently. But you know, the frustrating part about it is, is you, like I said, you can't make somebody do uh, something like a therapy or go to something, no matter how many times you try to pound it into their head, mm-hmm. you can't do it. They they have to reach a point where they're either no longer getting enabled in, in their pattern of behavior or, you know, you they, they go, I, I got to just get, look, I'm not going to lie to you about something. I'm going to come out and actually tell you one of the reasons that I decided to see somebody. And then I'll share with you a little bit more because I have a question for you, actually. I want to slide into this podcast. Okay. So went through a situation where I was being told something over and over and over again. And I always felt it was the pot calling the kettle black. And I I kept, you know, I, I fought it because I'm like, what right do you have? So I went because I wanted, I mean, after hearing things over and over and over again from that individual person, usually in the, the heat of an argument, um, 
I'm like, I've got to go find out if there's anything to this. Right. Is that you start to believe it? Well, yeah. To in a, a way, in a way. And in it a, changes in a way, yes. you. So I did. And and I'm not saying I have a good therapist because my, my therapist said, no, that's not you. <laughs> they wanted to tell me what I wanted to hear. No, they said, let's explore why you're thinking this and you know why you think this because I went for a very specific reason. I wanted to confirm if a couple things that were said to me was really me. And we dove into it and they found out, no, that's really not who you are, but the situation that was happening and it was happening over and over and over again, um, was causing you to lash out in a certain way. And you weren't disconnecting from the engagement. And, and I'm not saying you shouldn't fight. There, there, there should be. You're going to have disagreements. Look, somebody once said something similar. I'm not going to get the exact phrase right. Disagreements can bring you closer. Mm-hmm. It really can. I mean, you as have long to as, fight in a relationship. Yeah. I mean, as long as you're not, you know, in, in, in such a, a horrible uh, downward spiral of stuff, mm-hmm. it, it can bring you closer because, you know, if you're, if you're emotionally intelligent enough, you, you, you can stop at some point and go, you know, is there something to this? But if you're being blasted over and over again, that's a different story. Well, so you find out about each other too. And also one of the things that I've always said about fighting is, do you respect each other after the fight? Are you still communicating? And that sounds really weird, but even when Zach and I fight, I still feel like I'm respected. He's respected. Once their, their disrespect is lost, that's when, or you disrespect me so bad in a fight, then that, that really, that relationship is breaking down and crumbling, but I'm able to still communicate with you, even if our, we're hot and tensions are high and, and respect you. Well, here's the thing with that. You're using your situation as an example. If it's a situation that you keep getting shit on. Yeah. You know, I mean, you keep getting shit on. I'm not saying the person that fights with you is shitting on you. I'm saying, like, let's say my side. I'm the one that keeps getting shit on and I'm the one holding stuff together or doing whatever. And then it's a, you know, get in your face. Here's what's wrong with you and things like that. That's what I'm saying. They disrespected you so bad in the fight. That's a different story. And then then it's a lash out. It's no longer, you know, like if if, if it comes from me, then it's a lash out. It's it's again. Hello, pot. I'm cattle. You know what I mean? Like, don't, you know, like, what right do you have to do that? You know, recently you were telling me a story about you and Zach. You got into something recently and he tried to make up before you were ready. Do you remember this? Yes, 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 yes. And that that's a Zach thing. And the reason is because, and, and I, I appreciate the olive branch. I appreciate the, oh, I, 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 but I still love you or I love you or, you know, even though we're fighting, I love you. And I, and I, I do appreciate that, but I'm not over it yet. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I still need to, it's like lotion. I need this to soak into my skin a little bit more Mm. and I need time for that to happen. I still feel like, wait a second, you're saying I love you. Have you really processed everything about this fight? I don't think you have. So, you know, this is not done yet. Well, you so, might you might say it's done, but it's not done. So there's a really great example of something. Um, I I know growing up. So my mother, God bless the Irish Catholic in her. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a wind up at a thousand miles an hour. Twenty minutes later, hug it out. It's over with. That yes. was very common in her fight style, uh, or her 
you know, when she'd get to a point mm-hmm. um, and, and she wasn't an angry person. She wasn't, uh, you know, filled with rage or something like that. Actually, but your mom, you're going to get you're going to get wound up. You're going to get wound up. And then 20 minutes later, you'd hug it out and this mm-hmm. and that. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it would move forward. So and I know not everybody operates that way. So I think what Zach did when he came by and said, you know, but I still love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he may have been he may have gotten through it quicker than you did. And that's totally fine. It was, I think, how your reaction would go. Maybe, maybe it hurts more for him. How? What was your exact reaction? Okay. That's it? Was okay? Yeah. And, but he could still tell you were pissed. Oh, yeah. Okay. And that's why he, I, I, he said, I still love you. I go, okay. Now, is this common in the way you guys, if, when you, the, the, the times that you do fight, does he seem to get over it quicker? Absolutely. hundred percent. And I'm just, I'm not there yet. That's okay. But here's where knowledge is power for you. Okay. And Mm -hmm. this will, this will help both of you is you may not be ready yet, but you can express that. So, you know, he's going to get over it before you are. I mean, assuming it's not a major life thing, like you caught him, Uh you know, in, in a horrible situation. Oh, I went to bed mad. And to the point where I was still mad the next morning and he was, when I was leaving for work, he's like, give me a kiss. I love you. So I knew, just by his demeanor, I knew he was over it completely. And I was like, That's okay, okay, I guess I got to be done and over with this. No, you don't. And what I was going to get to was you can continue to process it the way you process it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't think you should carry it forever or for too long, uh, depending <laughs> on what it is. How long is too long? Uh, well, Two weeks, three weeks, four weeks? Well, <laughs> you know, when you start getting to the point where you're just like, you know, this is exhausting all my energy, then it's too long. Yeah. Um, but I, I think maybe what you do next time that happens, just a thought is if he comes at you and says that, well, a couple things are happening. It is important to know he still loves you, even yes. though you had a fight. Okay. Yes. Maybe you just tell him, I appreciate it. I'm just not where you are right now. Mm-hmm. I need some more time. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, what is the very easy answer? And you gave it. Okay. Yeah. Now, <laughs> you know, it. obviously, you're not okay yet. Right. So, it's okay to go, thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm aware of it. Yeah. I'm not where you are yet. We'll get there. Right. I, I would assume you'd get there. And I there. love that answer. Full circle back to the hot neighbor who's like always running hot and always. I wish fighting. she had a hot neighbor. No, no, she's not hot. Stop, believe me. No. So uh, I mean, sorry, but not in my ass. Um, <laughs> not my taste. So I think for her, not only it sounds like her significant other couldn't even say maybe we should go to therapy together. I'm not 100 percent sure that would help either. That doesn't always help. Sometimes right. it's got to be individual. Or if but you do, I even think that even if she has friends, I think everyone is probably afraid of pissing her off. Have you ever had that friend where everyone was like, "Okay, yeah, what, and you what's the around. person I'm going to get back right. by making a comment?" Yeah. Exactly, and so that's why. And I don't want to give her. I don't want to waste my breath on this neighbor very much longer because I'm I'm over her. And it was a good story, though. It was a great story, but now I'm like, eh. She's, I, I really have a hard time seeing her even finding some, some peace in her life because you're right. It might be trauma. It might be something of how she was raised. I don't really know how it is, but I don't see there being a resolution with her. And she's got to get that figured out. Now, if, if, 
he suggested, or if they agreed to go to couples counseling, the other thing that has to happen too is you got to have somebody that is strong enough to take each person individually more than once, yeah, yeah, and have some conversations too because people, at least in the beginning, will always have their guard up to a certain degree. You oh know, God, that, yes. So you've yes. got to you got to almost do it separately. But I mean, I'm look, I was. There was a podcast a long time ago that we did. And in fact, I believe it was Quinn when he was still here. Mm-hmm. I thought I had all the answers and I was very, I'm myself, I was very against therapy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, my life got to a point, I needed some questions answered. I didn't walk into it going, fix me. You know, here it is. I'm going to lay yes. down on the table, fix me, you know, in an hour. You know, I needed to find out, am I broken? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and, and it was really funny, too, because recently the therapist has said, well, you know, when you get ready to explore the possibility of uh, maybe finding someone, there's some tweaks that we need to do. And I'm like, OK, that's that's totally fine. I mm-hmm. mean, I can take that. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm not that I'm, you know, damaged per se, like I'm, you know, in that case. But, they, you know, there's some tweaks to do. And you know what I think they meant by that? Teaching me to look for certain signs. Oh, God, yes. Because I have made repeated uh, mistakes over and over again. And it's like, come on, Allie. You saw those red flags. Yeah. We all get caught up early in a relationship, though. You saw those. And then it was like, and it's so funny. I have friends who who have said to me before, Allie, you deserve the best. Mm -hmm. You have just gotten into some relationships that... I don't know how that happened to you. I'm like, because I saw the red flags and ignored them. I don't know why I ignored them. Like, I'm smarter than that. Every early you, relationship starts out where you don't see it right away. Oh, I just think it's hilarious, though, because one of them, I tried to break with break up with him three months in, <laughs> and he wouldn't freaking leave. And now, it, it, like, it just... No, like, give me some more time. You'll yeah. like me. And I just want to be like, no, go away. Yeah, yeah. So, well, and remember, the other thing is, you cannot change someone else. You cannot do it. There is no... It's an impossibility to change someone else. So if you are frustrated because you want that person to change to be... And I'm not mm. saying you're a person that... It, it's not... You know, you're not in your early 20s anymore where you're going, well, I'm going to change this person. Actually, I say this all the time to Zach. I say... There's things, of course, I'm in a relationship. There's things that I want out of the relationship, right? Yep. And there is things that he doesn't like doing. And I'll say, I I don't want to change you. I don't want to force you. I'm, I don't ever want to force you to do anything. Yeah. I want you to want to do these things. I want you to want to do these things. Exactly. The things because you want I don't, to do. Because I don't want anybody to force me to do something I don't want to do. So what are you going to do if he doesn't ever really want to do the things you want him to do? I'm going to yell and scream about it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Very honest. No, it's got to be compromise. And and that's the thing that we've already learned in our relationship with our own therapy is, okay, so you're not going to do everything that Allie wants you to do, but you have to do it sometimes. And because it's... And so do you. And, right. But it's because it's important to me. It's an, and, and, and that's something that she feels. One of the things is something that she was like, you have to understand... When she was growing up, that's how people showed love. So she finds love and validation in this action. All right, that's fair enough. So you know some things about you. That's very helpful. I mean, the other stuff, it's on, like I was saying, you cannot change a person no matter how badly you want to, Mm -hmm. no matter matter what you say. uh, A person, if they want to change or they want to find answers, has to be 
open enough or come to a point where they're like, I need to know what's going on here. You know, I, yeah. I need, or I need to val- the validation of knowing I'm not what this person says or whatever the case may be. And I'll say this too. And you and also I'll- learn things like how, and then I'll let you say, I'm saying you also learn things on how to diffuse or how to, you know, deal with things to either detach or to disengage or, you know, the time and the place. And that can be very difficult, especially if you're a passionate person who wants your point heard. And I don't know anybody in this room that's a passionate person that wants their point heard. Do you? Oh, right, right. No, no. <laughs> and I think that's what, like, what you're saying is is clearly things that have really pertained to you sure. in therapy because for, you were, like, talking about diffusing situations. Like, that, that is not something that would personally come up in our therapy sessions because that's not how we argue. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're not big, we're not loud people in an argument. We're not, you know, I am... Passive aggressive Patty to the one thousandth degree. Yeah, till it blows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, until I, yeah, blow up at my neighbor. Uh, Is she always a bitch like that? God, I would have loved to have seen that. Why didn't you video that, <laughs> well, for that, God's sake? So, and, you know, coming full circle. Do you remember the woman who threw her Dunkin' drink at Walmart? Oh, yes, all against the glass door. It's and, like, she's and what and, did and, I you do? know. What did I do? I chased her. I chased her to her car and I said, go clean that. <laughs> but you know there, what? There's a difference there, though. That was blatant bad behavior on that woman's part. Now, both not, of them were. I, both of them were. And well, that's I the know. one thing I can't. I can't handle. I don't. I won't. I don't yell and argue with my significant other because he doesn't have poor behavior like that. Yeah. It's that, especially treating people the way that those two things happened. Because you know what? The lady with the Dunkin' cup who threw her Dunkin' at the Walmart glass, it's not like she personally was attacking somebody. It was the fact that somebody is going to have to clean that up after yep. her. And that is... And mis- she didn't care. No, and that is mistreating people. And yeah. I don't... I hate that. She did not care. No. No. So no, anyway. that's true. Um, I, like I said, the, at the end of your arguments, you know, like you were saying, you were like, okay... Maybe there's, and it could be a learned trait. This is where a therapist could help you learn this is Zach obviously knew right when you said it. Okay. Oh man, this is going to be tense for a while. And then he's carrying that around. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying he was saying we're totally over what had happened. And he may not have been either. That just may be the way that he kind of expresses the fact of like, I'm trying to bring this down a couple notches. And Allie's like, oh, silently keep it up here a couple notches. And I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying that's possible that that's just the way the different personalities react. Like I said, maybe there's a better way to go about it instead of just, okay, (laughs) when he says it, you could literally go to him and think how far this would go. You know, he comes up, he's like, you know, I still love you. I love you, but I'm not where you are. And getting past this yet? Right, yes. I need more time. Yes, Scott, you said it. I heard it. Oh, did you? Okay, I was just making sure. <laughs> yeah, let me just beat this into your head again, Allie. Well, think about it. Let me tell it. you what you did wrong in the argument. Okay, I, I got it. Do you ever take the deep breath? Just breathe. Yeah, yeah. Just breathe. <laughs> breathe. No, it's, it's just that I, I know you love me, but I love showing love. I 1000% I want to grab your butt in the grocery store wait is this how you're coming off the Zach just saying I love you you're starting with this line because all you got to do is say I know I love you too I'll get to where you are when I get to where you are yeah but what I'm saying is I'm gonna have to say it because I am all about showing love all in every way that I possibly can but in those situations 
I don't want to say. I only say things and do things when I feel it. Okay. And if I'm not feeling it at that moment, then I'm not going to say it and do it. All right. Well, then you could just say it like this. I know you do. Right now, I'm still processing this and we'll we'll i'll be all right when i'm all right yes there, there you go we'll actually more importantly we'll be all right we, we will like but he's already said you know i still love you you have to be you're not the one that is right where he was so you can't say we'll be all right you need to be like i'll be all right when i'm all right i need a little Scott, more time sometimes a little mental punishment needs to happen you know no no <laughs> no it doesn't since i can't flog him then i might as well <laughs> since i can't flog him oh my god well just remember you're never going to change people this is the way he's going to react oh i know and i'm going to react this way but so but you he, can get help to change that oh and i have no problem <laughs> saying that but i know me it's like me being late. I'm going to be late for the rest of my life. Okay. Yeah. I know that there's going to be times that I'm going to go, okay, or say something passive aggressive. I'm going to try not to, but for some well, reason. I'm sorry. Passive aggressive though makes me laugh. That is, that like is sarcasm. Like in my DNA for yeah. some reason. I think it's because my mom was the yeller and I hated that. I still hate it. She'll still yell when I go home for my Cleveland trips and stuff. And I hate the yelling. My brother and I were talking about that at, at his wedding recently. He's like, the yelling. I'm like, I know. <laughs> so I think that's why I do just the opposite. All right. Let me ask you a question. Okay. And this is. Um, and I'll have to wrap it up after this. <laughs> yeah, no. I want to go back to when you had said, you know, about your, your mom, the yeller there. When you answered Zach with, I know. Mm-hmm. How did you feel? I, I was still mad. I was still annoyed. Why not just say those words? I'm still mad. I'm still annoyed because I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't want him to ask me anything else. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I just want to be mad and sit and stew on it for a while because I'm okay with walking away. I'm okay with falling asleep. You know, when I'm ready to come back and talk about it, then I am. There are certain people they want to talk about it right now. And for me, I'm like, no, because I don't want to say something that I shouldn't say. No, you want to process it. Exactly. That's understandable. Exactly. And that's what I'm trying to do is like, okay, and then get away from me. We have gone from uh, you yelling at your neighbor, chasing down a woman at Walmart in the parking lot, and just telling Zach, okay. I don't don't know those people. I don't care about that. (laughs) I just want their bad behavior to be called out. Well, that's different. That's different. That's okay. And you want to know what? Because I would never, never would I do any, either of those things ever. I, I get it. I mean, you can't control other people, but at the same time, bad behavior and being called out for bad behavior is different yeah. from... God, it's so gratifying. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know what? On that note, I can't argue. I can't argue it. You're right. You're right. All righty. We'll have to get to next week. You said you have a question about... Uh, I don't want to say too much about it, except for the fact um, I need to do something... And I've been putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And I know it's time to do it. And I just want your opinion on it. Procrastination, your favorite pastime. But it's, it, yeah, no, it's, it, but it's not like that. It's not like I have to write a report for work or something. Oh, that, that, yeah, it's that's a, the worst. It's a more life experience type thing. No, it's not the fucking vasectomy finally. Oh, I was hoping. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Were you? I keep saying you should get a vasectomy. I've been saying that for years. Uh, Honey, I have become a priest. You have nothing to worry about, so I'm not getting (laughs) anybody else knocked up. On that note, we'll see you next week. Bye.